This is the Living Clean Podcast. This podcast is not meant to replace meetings, sponsorship, step work, or service. This podcast is meant to be another tool in your recovery toolbox. Our guests are here to share their experience, strength, and hope with recovery through Narcotics Anonymous. Thank you for joining us. All right, welcome back to the Living Clean Podcast. I'm Mason S. I'm an addict. We're here at Out of the Darkness, Into the Light, 26, the night before. Come on. I'm sitting here with members of the convention committee, and uh, we were sitting around the table, and what we're planning on doing is uh, we're going to have an episode made up of individual interviews from people that we don't get to see much throughout the time that we're here at the convention. But the first thing I wanted to do is kind of include the convention committee and talk about, you know, you know, we've been working on this thing for over a year and just want to talk about what we're most looking forward to. I'm going to turn it over to my man, Mo. He's going to kick us off. Come on. Uh, my name's Mo and I'm an addict. Oh, what I'm looking forward to is seeing some old friends and meeting some new ones. My favorite thing to do about this whole thing is network and meet people. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Thank you, Mo. Thanks, Mo. I'm Stacy. I'm an addict. Um, the thing I'm most looking forward to is I love every year when you get to see somebody come in so broken and you get to watch them throughout the weekend and watch their spirit awaken. You know, I always, my eye catches always this one individual and, um, and, and I just hang on to them all weekend by looking at them or introducing myself and all that. So them are the kind of things that I like. And plus, you know, our bomb ass program um, that we have every year. Um, so yeah, I'm just looking forward to this whole weekend. That's all I got. Thank you, Stacy. Yeah. My name's Tony P, I'm at it. Tony P. Uh, you know, just being involved uh, with programming with the convention. So it starts back like nine or 10 months ago. You know, you're looking for these speakers here for the convention. You know, you talk to them once a month or ever so often, Mason, and build a small relationship with them. And what I'm looking forward to is when they're standing up there speaking that night after that nine months, plane tickets here, and it gives me cold chills. Mm-hmm. Um, I was downstairs in the ballroom earlier. No one's in there. Me and my daughter's in there, and we were looking at the 25 banners from the 25 years of the conventions. Um, you know, getting here a day earlier, like, you know, I've been excited about it all week. But I know last year, one of the most exciting things for me, and that's why I'm looking forward to it again this year, and that's uh, Saturday night with 600 people here and 100 people in the floor is a clean time countdown and giving away 100 Narcotics Anonymous books and putting it in a newcomer's hands. Um, networking, like Mo said, um, I look forward to the auction. So I, I see all these people from all over the country come together, and that's one of my favorite parts of it too, Mason. Um, the workshops, uh, the midnight meeting, every bit of it. But uh, that Saturday night speaker and that clean time countdown, it gives me cold chills. Thank you, Tony. I'm Johnny Matic, and uh, like, like Tony was talking about, that the clean time countdown is is amazing. Uh, all those people in there, you know, screaming, keep coming back. You know, uh, the energy, uh, the love is felt in there. You know, another thing I love is what we're doing right now. We're all sitting here at the table before the convention, you know, talking. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's uh, really nice to do that. Uh, I've met through my years with the convention, it's, I've met so many people all the way across the United States. And it's, it's nice seeing them every year. And I, just about where, everywhere I go, I, I run into somebody I know. And, uh, uh, you know, the... the it gets better and better each year, uh, the speakers. And uh, it's, it's nice to watch the speakers and watch the crowd. And uh, as they speak, look at all the heads that are nodding. Yeah, like I understand. Maybe you didn't use what I used, but I understand the feelings behind it. You know, and it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. So glad to be here. How many, how many, uh, how many conventions you've been to? How many out of the darkness conventions you've been to? Since... 2004 was my first one, and been to all of, uh, except for the ones we didn't have. There was two of them we didn't have, but we other than that, to, yeah. So you're you're looking at roughly 18. This might be yeah, 18. and and I've been on the committee probably total of about six years. Just about six years. Thank you, Johnny. I'm an addict named Chip, and this is 
You know, I'm looking forward to the whole weekend. I mean, uh, Tony and I'm already talk, touched on it. My favorite part is that Saturday night. It's and this part sitting around with talking to everybody. You know, like this before the meeting because it's going to be hectic tomorrow and everybody's going to be running around. But this here we relax and we get this is where we get to bond. You know, and this you know it's great when you sit here and you know it gets tedious during the year and you get kind of frustrated and have things, but. But that Saturday night when they wrap that sheet around the person with the least clean time, you know, that just brings tears to my eyes every year, you know. And, and I, I've been fortunate enough to be to every one of these, and it, it gets me every time. Um, you know, the, when they wrap that sheet around there and those people come back, you see that smile on them. And, and it's really special if they come back the next year and bring the sheet with them. You know, that's, that's, that means they've stayed clean for a whole year and they've kept that and they bring that sheet back and they get, we give them a free registration. But I love the way we key to the newcomer. I mean, this, a lot of things are about money these days and everything, but we still try to keep it, you know, for the newcomer people because when we're new, we can't afford nothing like this usually. And, you know, this, this I'm especially proud of this area, how we pull together and everybody comes, comes together, you know, and I get to hang out with all these people, you know, lifetime friends now. So, uh, you know, it's real wonderful to be here, and I'm proud to be part of it. I love y'all. My name's Bobby Dale Maddox. Bobby Man, what I'm looking forward to really is, uh, well, today, first and foremost, what I was looking forward to today is what we're doing right now. We all sat around this table and got the registration bags ready. We finally got to sit down and fellowship and relax, like you just said, you know. Because uh, this weekend's going to be busy. You know, I'm looking forward to serve. This is my first year on the convention committee. You know, I'm ready to be able to be a service, you know, and look forward to many more years of it, you know. My favorite thing about the convention, one of my favorite moments is when we do the walk across. I mean, how free do you want to be, you know what I mean? When they ask them questions, you walk across with no guilt, no shame, no embarrassment, and you actually you get honest with yourself, and you don't care what anybody else thinks, you know. Uh, that's a very touching moment for me when I see people be able to do that. And some of the questions, you know what I mean, it's hard for someone, some people to come out and do it, and they do it. It's very powerful and spiritual to me. That's one of my favorite parts of it. All right. Thank you, Bob. I'm Heather, and I'm an addict. Hey. Heather. I'm looking forward to being able to serve this year. This is my first committee or convention committee to be on, and um, hospitality. <clears throat> Uh, it's been a long year just working on the food and all that and I'm looking forward to not only meeting new people but being able to fellowship with the old people and get to know them at a deeper level um, the walk across is one of my favorites too it's the first convention I went to I was able to free myself of a lot of baggage that I had held on to so that was really awesome I'm looking forward to this whole weekend this has been a great day so far and it's gonna only get better all right, thank you, Heather. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I just wanted to give you some insight to the excitement that we're all experiencing, and we're going to have live updates throughout the convention. This is like, you know, I'm grateful for all the people that's been here before and put this thing together. Like you heard Chip was talking about, you know, this is, his, this is the 26th convention that we've had, and he's been to all 26, and he's... He's been on the committee ever since I got clean. I know that. And uh, Johnny and just all the ones that served before us just give this opportunity. And I think I'm most looking forward to, uh, you know, I, I'm always a big fan of the Ask It Basket. That it's, uh, it's funny to see all those personalities up there. And even when they get a off-the-wall question, their responses are priceless. And, you know, realistically, just sitting around the uh, – the smoking section outside or, 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 you know, sitting and talking to somebody you hadn't seen since the last convention for 20 or 30 minutes and catching up or when it's 2 o'clock in the morning and you can't sleep and you walk down into the lobby and there's somebody sitting there and you get to have a conversation with them. So, you know, I just – and, of course, a, a number of other things. But, yeah, the morning meditation is good for those who get up that early. If we can get Tony up, we, I think he's going to go this year. <laughs> what about when 40 of us go out to dinner? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, when 40 of us get together and we're going to have to figure out a ride situation. Last year I brought a van. This year we, I didn't bring the van. But. You get in the back of my truck. Yeah. But anyways, we just wanted to fill you in on what we're feeling and 
you know, maybe if you're listening, you hadn't experienced a convention before. And, you know, hopefully what you take out of this episode that we're going to release is you'll want to get your ass to a convention. Because I know when I came here, I had 26 days clean the first time, still very much on the fence. And this is what sent me over the top was this out of the darkness convention. So, Mm. yeah, we'll be back with more. All right, so we're back here with the Living Clean Podcast. This is day one of the Out of the Darkness into the Light Convention number 26. Last night I let you uh, get a little tidbit from the uh, from the speaker. I almost said speaker jam, but the convention committee. And today, uh, before we're approximately 10 minutes before the kickoff of the convention, and I've got uh, seven guys, six guys here. Is it seven? Math's hard. Seven guys here um, that's going to that, – that's brand new. It's six, six of them. It's their first convention. One guy's been to a convention before. But I uh, just want to kind of give you some insight from the newcomer point of view of what they're looking forward to and, you know, what they're anticipating about the convention. So, Josiah, I'm an addict. Uh, man, 60-something days clean, first convention – uh you know honestly what i'm looking forward to is just broadening my fucking network man getting some fucking numbers of some dudes that got some time uh and you know that are not involved in you know my home group um you know uh just to get a different perspective i need different perspectives you know uh and just be able to reach out and you know uh keep that fellowship alive and keep it fucking rolling that's uh that's pretty much what i'm looking forward to uh the most and obviously you know just being around other people uh, people like like minded like myself, so. Thank you, Josiah. My name's Chapel. I'm an addict. Uh, <clears throat> I'm really just looking forward to have a good time. Uh, hear some speakers talk. Grab something from them. Uh, like Josiah said, broaden my spectrum. You know, lay the foundation so I can have people in other states I can call if I ever need help and go visit them. Maybe make some good friends. Have some fun with my friends here. Get some good food. Have some good fun. And that's all I got. Thank you. What's up, y'all? I'm Dakota. I'm an addict. Uh, this is definitely my first convention or anything like this, and I'm really just looking forward to uh, spending some time clean with the people that I love around me, meeting new people, do a little networking, uh, just, you know, living life the right way. I- I'm excited to see what I can learn. And uh, like like another addict said, be outside of my home group and just see what I can pick up from it. That's all I got. I'm Brian. I'm an addict. Uh, yeah, I'm, this is uh, not my first convention, but it is my first out of the darkness convention that I've heard so much about and how, how wonderful this convention is. Um, but I also, too, like other acts before me shared, you know, I'm I'm really excited to expand my network um, even more broad than it already is. Um, I'm excited to to spend some good, clean fun with uh, my brothers. Um, I'm just excited for, for the speakers that I haven't heard yet because um, I've heard so much about them as well. Um, these conventions are really just uh, just a great thing for, for addicts to get together and, and have good, clean fun, man. Uh, thank you. Hey, uh, I'm Nick. I'm an addict. Hey, Nick. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what to, to expect or, or to anticipate uh, out of this. But from what I've heard, I just, uh, I would love to just be a part of something that is a lot bigger than myself and to get all the experience that I can and to just, yeah, have, have some good, clean fun for the first time in forever. So, um, yeah, that, that'll be it. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> This is Brandon. I'm an addict. Um, so uh, for me, this is going to be a break in the monotony. Uh, you know, a little change in pace. I've had a good time in recovery, and this will kind of help, you know, reignite my fire, my passion for uh, for, for getting clean um, and living a clean life. Um, getting to see people around me in, in different phases of their recovery, so I know what to expect. Also... You know, uh, just good food and good times with the people around me that that uh, I enjoy being around. That's uh, that's pretty much all I got. 
Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. I'm Josh. I'm an addict. And uh, what can I say that everybody else hadn't already said? Because I went last. So, um, yeah, I'm just here to network and uh, meet new people and new experiences that are clean and have, have, a, have a fun time. And... Uh, Thank you, John. Man, Thanks, Josh. All right, so the reason why I did this is because I'm going to catch these same seven guys uh, on Sunday, and then we're going to kind of see, uh, based on what they were anticipating, what actually happened. So uh, hopefully give you guys some insight out there, especially if you're new and you've not experienced a convention. You're going to kind of get to see, and that's the whole idea behind this episode, you're going to kind of get to see the flow of the weekend and, and how much it, it it really influences and changes people and and yeah and you're gonna get to see it up front so i'll be back with another tidbit uh a little bit later all right we're back here at out of the darkness this is living clean podcast we're at out of the darkness 26 uh we just got finished with thursday night's main speaker jw i'm here with my man robbie p uh so, in my opinion, man, JW did what he always does. He just tore it the fuck up, man, and it was uh, it was incredible. So, what do you what did you feel like you got out of it, man? That was uh, my name's Robbie. I'm an addict. My this was the third time I've heard JW speak, and every time it seems like it gets better hearing him share. And uh, I always take something good out of what he his message. And uh, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me tonight was uh. How the disease wants to tell you that, you know, you don't need these people, you got this, and, you know, I don't need them, I can do this on my own, because I've actually had them thoughts yeah. recent, you know, like, a while back, and, uh, and it's just them little things like that that I need to hear that really pierce my soul, that, you know, reminds me, hey, it's a we thing, and when he got everybody together to, you know, scream we like he does, man. It's just the little things like that really jumped out to me and touched me, you know. And uh, I don't know, I love listening to J W. Share, you know. Yeah, you know, for me, like what was interesting is the first time I heard him speak was in 2018 at this convention, and he had those overalls on with his bare feet up there, just like he always does. And it was just, man, I before he ever said a word, like I found myself getting emotional because I remember what I felt like right before the first time that I heard him and then what I felt like afterwards. And when I seen him up there in those overalls barefooted, I, I knew people like me got clean too. Yeah. You know, because he looked exactly like I did 20 days ago when I come off the street because I was – you know, I didn't have overalls on, but I was barefooted in blue jeans and, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, and I think he's just got a unique ability to take you on a roller coaster ride, too. Because, I mean, he's fucking hilarious. And then you'll go straight from laughing to fucking crying. Yeah, he, uh, he definitely keeps me on the edge of my seat with all how he keeps me laughing one minute. And then he gets back on the disease, how he was sharing about losing love, uh, friends of his and... Uh, his la- a lady lost her son and had me in tears the next minute, you know, and he keeps me right on the edge of my seat with everything he shares. I just, uh, every time he shares, I get something good. So let's talk about you for a minute. So yeah. how many times have you been to this convention? This is my third year coming to this convention. Third year. Something different about this year than it was those other two years. You got more people with you, don't you? Man, and I can still, it's an awesome feeling coming to this third convention because I'm, I can look back at the first convention I was at, and I had like 90 days clean, and I was a nervous wreck, I was shy, timid, man, didn't want to talk to anybody, and was just really uneasy, and I was getting phone numbers, doing stuff that was suggested to me, and uh, just looking back now, it's my third convention, I even thinking back to last year's convention, how much changed, you know, from then, but now, to now, and what NA's done for me, and you know, married now and got a lot of work going on and just life really showed up and got full. But I still remember being like, not even 90 days, clean, right at it at that first convention and just reflecting back. And this convention is really special to me, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's just an awesome feeling, you know, to look back. And that's what's special about this to me, you know. Well, uh, I love you, buddy. I just wanted to get your, your take on that and 
Let's have a good weekend. Man, I love you too, buddy. I ain't going to miss none of these for the world. God willing, I'm going to be at every one of them. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more after this. All right, we're back here at Out of the Darkness 26. Uh, it's currently 11.52 p.m. Uh, we're just wrapping up the end of the first day. We had uh, we opened up with a NA meeting that was on acceptance, and uh, a bunch of members got to share Opened it up with two of our predecessors sharing on acceptance. You know, they just, they absolutely killed it. And then we then we uh, had JW come in and speak. He was the first main speaker. Uh, of course, he tore it up as always. And we just finished uh, playing Recovery Family Feud. And it was an absolute blast, man. We're having fun. Now, maybe we're having so much fun because we did just win the recovery uh, Jeopardy. And I had Robbie comment earlier on, on how JW was, but I'm sitting here now with Chase P. Uh, Robbie's here with us again, and my man Tony P. And we're going, oh, there's a lot of P's in this room, isn't there? <laughs> Robbie P, Chase P. <laughs> all of us with you. Yeah, all of us for me, yeah. No, but um, I'm just going to have them go around the room and kind of just share what night one, how, how it went for them and what they took out of it and uh, what they're looking forward to tomorrow. Hey, my name's Tony P and I'm an addict. Hey, it started out this morning uh, with me and my good friend Mo uh, in the entertainment getting with Charlie. It's done a great job that just did um, Family Feud Recovery. I think the best thing for me, so you know we talked to these people for six or nine months that live in different parts of the country and finally going to the airport and meeting those people and trying to accommodate them. Um, and bringing them to the North Alabama Convention. I know I picked somebody up from the airport today. I think that intimate meeting, even though there was like 75 people in there today, Mason, that's a large meeting, but for a convention, it's small. And I just felt like there was a lot of honest sharing and intimacy in there. I've heard JW speak seven times, and I'll have to say that he knocked it out of the park again tonight for the seventh time. You know, my mom was here and daughter, and you know, they, they rolled with the punches with it. But uh, I'm gonna have to say the best part of my day was this three hour uh, family re uh, feud recovery that we just played and uh, beat every team in North Alabama. And uh, we have the winning certificates um, to show for that. And man, just what good clean competition uh, in family feud tonight. Thanks for, let, for, thanks for letting me participate a little bit, Mason. Thank you, Tony P. Yeah, I'm Chase I'm an addict. Um, I want to start off by saying if you ain't first, you're last. Um, so jot that down. Um, all we do is win. But, no, um, so for a first day of convention, they've already talked about JW. Um, heard him speak many times. He's, a, you know, part of my sponsorship family. But the thing I love about hearing people like that speak is it's completely different every time. You know, when somebody's been around for a while, they have um, a lot of messages to share. I guess it's one message, but you get to hear it in a lot of different ways. And um, really, my favorite part was um, I've got some sponsees here at their first convention and getting to gauge their reaction after hearing JW for the first time. Because um, it gets me fired up every time, but hearing some guys is witnessing guys getting to hear him speak and how excited they get and um, watching them get a little more comfortable is just the first day, but watching them kind of soak it in and be present through it is, is always a good feeling. This this convention is definitely tailored to the newcomer, and when I've got a personal relationship um, with these guys, it, it's really cool to get to witness. Um, just getting to fellowship, man. If you've been to a convention, you know um, that by midday Saturday, it's packed to the gills. And so getting to open up with an NA meeting, although there were a lot of people, um, I felt like some people really got to share some intimate things, um, that maybe they wouldn't with 500 people in the room. And it was just a great vibe and a great way to, it's different than any way I've seen the convention kicked off, but I think it really set the tone and, and got it recovery oriented. And, um, building that intimacy is kind of how you get people to open up. Hearing other people willing to do that has made it, uh, make me want to do that more. Um, but day one, we got a long way to go. Looking forward to it. Hey, Robbie, I'm an addict. Uh, I shared earlier my experience about the convention and being here before and listening to the speakers. But I'd just like to share on uh, how used to, I think, you could never have fun in recovery. And coming to these conventions, you know, with all my recovery family, 
and hanging out and having such a blast and connecting with everybody and also coming in first on Recovery Family Feud. But, uh, man, it's just an amazing time. Every, every time I come down here, and it just keeps getting gooder and gooder. I love it. I'll give it back to Mason. There you go, buddy. All right. Yeah, so we're wrapping up the end of uh, day one. We're fixing to try to get some sleep, and then we're going to wake up and kick the morning off with a with a bang, uh, with a 7 a.m. poolside meditation, and then we're going to have one, two, three, four, five, six uh, workshops going on before lunch, and then we're going to follow it up with some workshops in the afternoon, and and then we're going to have our main speaker, Karen B., coming all the way from California. Man, we're just... It, it, we're having such a fucking blast here, man. I can't even describe it. It's just one of the most um, amazing experiences to be able to come. And, you know, when you come here as a newcomer for the first time, you're, like, scared to death. You don't know anybody. I looked at all these people that were here. They were, like, recovery giants. And now we've developed friendships with all these people. We know these people. Uh, we've gotten to know that they're not giants. <laughs> They're just like the rest of us trying to get another day clean and we all fall short and, you know, getting to know people is not just getting to know the good. It's also, you know, getting to hang around them long enough to see some of their character defects. And, and you know, I, I embrace that. I'm glad we're not all perfect. And, you know, I'm glad we all got flaws and shit. And this small circle that I hang around with a lot, we, we don't mind telling each other about the other one's flaws either. But we, I mean, we do it... We do it in a way where we don't cross the line most of the time. Uh, you know, just, I, I think back, like, for us not to get offended with what some of the people say, it just goes to show you how we've developed these intimate-type relationships. And, you know, some people on the outside may see that we're, like, they may think we're brutal to each other, but really what it is is we have gotten that close through, doing service work and doing things like conventions and going and doing H&I together and sitting through committee meetings or, or, or PR workshops and, you know, sitting through a car workshop and, and all the things that a lot of people, you know, are not interested in. But those are the things I think is really what brought us together and, and, and you know, have, have made us have these intimate relationships. So that's that's why we're so hard on each other. But it's all out of love and it just goes to show you what can happen when you apply this program. But uh, I look forward to everybody getting to experience exactly what happens. I, I can't wait to hear what the newcomers that I had on earlier, what they got to say uh, at the end of Sunday. Uh, you got to hear what they were anticipating and what they were expecting, and I can't wait to hear uh, what they got out of this convention and, and how it's going to far exceed what they were expecting. So we'll be back tomorrow, end of day one. Well, the idea was that we were going to uh, be able to have some post interviews after every single event, but due to the unexpected amount of people that showed up in myself and several others being on the committee uh that we were faced with some challenges that we weren't that we wasn't expecting so i didn't exactly get get to have uh an interview after every speaker uh throughout the whole convention but what i did do is uh we followed up with some of the folks that was at the convention to kind of get their you know their thoughts and feelings and experiences uh, post-convention. So we'll go into that section now. Uh, once again, I apologize for not being able to, you know, have a review after each day. But I think that just goes to show you uh, how awesome the event was because we had more people than we could probably handle. And I'm grateful that a fire marshal wasn't in the vicinity. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it was uh, phenomenal. So here's some of the uh, um, post-convention interviews coming up now. All right, I'm back with another post-convention interview. I got my man Tony H. here. I'm just uh, curious to 
what you thought about the convention, uh, the speakers, the workshops, and just your overall thoughts on the whole event. I've been in recovery for a while, and I've had some some decent uh, moments and definitely felt a connection to uh, God more than I have in my life since I've been, well, the only time really since I've been in recovery. But uh, that convention at a couple times is the, I've never felt like I was in the presence of God so much in, in my whole life. And I can honestly say that that was uh, the most intense experience I've had with uh, something like that in my whole life at 39 years old. So what I'm what I'm curious of is what was some of your favorite parts? Is there a workshop that stuck out, an event, maybe the clean time countdown, maybe the walk across? Uh, is there something that stuck out that you really enjoyed? Uh, definitely the clean time countdown um, was amazing to watch, uh, and then obviously because you know towards the end the person with 24 hours was a, a close friend of mine. And, you know, um, we had spoke about it the night before because he knows nothing about Narcotics Anonymous or recovery. And, you know, I was leaving it up to him. So I was kind of watching to see if if he got up and did it. And when they put that sheet around him, um, man, I lost it. I come, well, you seen me, I come zipping up front and probably knocked a couple old people over. I don't know. Um, but that shit's powerful, man. It is very, very powerful. And then the main speakers, I heard JD or JW, I went to one of his workshops. Um, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed all the workshops, but the, the main speakers, and it's not just the speakers themselves. It was the, uh, man, that circle and stuff after that, you know? Wow. Yeah. The circle is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing to hear, you know, a thousand people kind of say the serenity prayer at the same time. It's, uh, it's, it, it's pretty neat. Um, but yeah, so based off your experience at the convention, what do you feel about next year? You, you feel like, uh, you want to go back and experience more? Well, uh, you know, not only that, but, uh, I'd like to find one before then, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to get your chance, buddy. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm glad you got to experience that. And uh, I look forward to experiencing some more with you. But thank you for coming on here and kind of giving us a little taste of what it was like at the convention. All right, so we're back. Uh, we got another post-convention uh, interview that we're going to conduct here. I got my man, Brexton L. Uh, you know, just... Real quick, Brexton, I just want to kind of get your outtake on what you thought about the speakers and some of the workshops and just the convention as a whole. What was your outtake on it? Yeah, man. Uh, my name's Brexton. I'm an addict. Uh, I really, really, really enjoyed the, the programming this year. You know, I had opportunity to talk to the programming guy uh, throughout the year that it was being planned and and some of the ideas that he wanted to hit on was really some of the basics of the program. You know, some of the workshops were service, you know, somewhere about the clarity statement. Some was about, you know, a uh, spiritual path. Uh, but I think what I really enjoyed the most was getting a change of perspective uh, when listening to Melvin, you know, yeah. Melvin's a guy from Chicago. However, you know, when he spoke that night, he spoke nothing but Narcotics Anonymous, you know. Like, I understood everything he was talking about. But the cool thing about his message <clears throat> is that he just got right into the literature. And when he did that, man, he he didn't just talk about uh, – he didn't just talk about one side of the coin, right? You know, he talked about relationships. And I know within my home group, when we talk about relationships, sometimes we can just talk about – how it's just a terribly painful area, you know, but we never talk about, uh, how, how great, how it can be one of the greatest things we get into either though, you know, getting involved in relationships, whether that's with another partner or, you know, people within the fellowship, uh, a circle, a support group, uh, you know, he got to hit everything and 
and you got to leave those stigmas kind of out of it that we might build uh, within our own our own little uh, circles or 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 areas where we have have our meetings, you know. Uh, so it was really good, man. It was refreshing. Uh, I think the greatest thing that I took from the whole experience was was the fellowship, uh, the unity. That yeah. night when we was doing our clean time countdown, man, it was, I mean, it was unbelievably powerful. You know, uh, I was floored by the, by the spirit of, man, I don't know if you call it unity or what, but I was just floored and so grateful and to just show unconditional love. We all, it was like, we all supported everybody, you know, who was, who was standing up for their clean time. And it was just such a celebration. Yeah, it really was, man. And, and, the idea behind this uh, convention has always been uh, geared towards the newcomer. And I think the newcomer at least got to leave and and know that they were loved. And, you know, I thought we'd done a tremendous job uh, loving up those newcomers and making them feel a part of. Um, second thing I want to ask you about is this year, you know, the entertainment was a little different. What did you think about that? Man, I can't even think of the guy who who put it on. But you know, uh, this year they, I guess our entertainment guy on the subcommittee for the convention, he got a hold of our regional uh, convention uh, subcommittee, and uh, he got with them. And uh, the guy who did the entertainment for them, he did things like a family feud, except it was like a recovery feud kind of uh, dynamic. Uh, we had. In a Jeopardy, and uh, man, you want to talk about? And I'm competitive, you know. And uh, but it was such a cool family fun experience. You know, we got to really do, uh, really test our our knowledge on what the program, uh, what the program has to offer us, and and we got to do it together and compete and have a grand old time. Uh, I didn't win first place in anything, but you know. It was still still so much fun. I'd love to I'd love to do that again next year. Yeah, me too. Uh, we're not going to talk about who finished first. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the people will be able to figure it out. No, it was a blast, man. You did great, and you know I think um, we talk a lot on this podcast about our home group, but I think some people got to see up front about you know, and not in a boastful way, just to see that our home group you know, has got a core, some core members who, you know, don't only put a lot into their um, literature and step works, but also the history of NA, uh, our IPs, um, just all of our forms of literature. And I think that was just a way to kind of showcase that. And, and not in a boastful way, but what it did is it showed other people were coming up to me and they're like, man, we got to get on our stuff like newcomers group is, is, you know, it's kind of motivating people to to want to have what we got, you know, and and I hope that don't sound boastful, but it, it just yeah. it was a it was a way to show all the hard work that you know some of us have really put in. Yeah, man, I know for me, uh, a lot of the things that I take interest in, like the NA history, and you know, there's not too many people who take a particular interest in that, but. You know, our previous conventions, we had uh, workshops over the NA history, right? Yeah. And uh, it, like, lit a fire of passion in me when I got to hear last year Vito talk about, uh, you know, the basic text coming to form, coming to fruition, you know? And he shared his experience, what it was like before and after. And I'll never forget, you know, I got clean in 2020. You know, that's well after this program is been well established as far as offering literature to the sick and suffering addict. And so I don't really know the hardships that say the addicts before 1980, uh, what was it? 1980. Uh, 1983 is when the base tech was published. Yeah. Before 1983, man, you know, uh, and it, it really gave, uh, shined a light on where I could be. So I could be so spoiled at times with the program or where I have before. Yeah. Uh, not only that, man, I just, you know, for the first time in man's entire history, 
a simple way has been proving itself in the lives of many addicts. And to know what that history looks like, man, uh, I hope that whoever uh, takes a particular interest, whether it's fueled by competitiveness or whatever, I, I hope that they uh, receive the blessing of of really seeing what the program and what our predecessors did for us as it's done for me. So, hell yeah, it's going to bring it on. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, overall, it was just a fantastic convention, man. And I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, it's going to be a hard one to top, but, um, you know, I think it can be done. Oh, yeah. This shit's getting gooder and gooder. Yeah, that's what they say. All right, buddy. I appreciate you uh, sharing with us for a little bit. We'll talk. We'll catch you down the road. Yes. See all right, welcome back to the Living Clean Podcast. I'm here with a couple of the guys that we interviewed prior to the convention, right prior uh, to the kickoff of the convention. Uh, we're going to, we kind of got what they were looking forward to and what they were in, anticipating. And now we're going to follow up and see what each one got out of it. Now, guys, I know this feels like somewhere where you should just boost up the convention but i want you to be completely honest so if there were things that you didn't like or things that bothered you i want you to mention that too you know so complete honesty uh we're going to start with my man matthew h matthew man how first of all i think we followed up like after jw spoke uh, a couple of people but uh if you can remember back what what was your thoughts about karen Karen, she had a very, a very powerful testimony. Um, her and I shared some similar things, and she was pretty, pretty in depth. Uh, I would say, be the best way to say it. Um, she has a lot of experience, you know, a lot of clean time. Uh, I, she was, yeah, she was powerful, man. <laughs> okay, so let's let's um. Let's roll right into uh, Melvin. What did you think about Melvin? Melvin also um, had his own style, was powerful. He spoke on some real stuff. I feel like uh, us in our programs, you know, is very important. Uh, you know, especially hearing somebody with some time, clean, with you know, some clean time and stuff like that, speak on those topics. Uh, you know, he had a and I feel like he could re he reach people in his own way. Yeah. So let's follow up that with, uh, you know, did, what what was your overall thought of just the convention in general? The you know the total package. Uh, what did, what what do you think you took away from it? Well, the very first night, I thought there was a lot of people there, but uh, <laughs> you know, as we got into it, more and more people showed up. It was a lot, but it was. Uh, it got me out of my comfort zone, you know, because I most definitely was, I'm not going to say I was uncomfortable because that wasn't the case, you know, but at the same time, you know, it was different. It was a lot of people's different area. Um, but man, I love the fact of seeing, uh, you know, so many people going through the same thing and all striving for the same goals, you know, and, uh, and, and shooting, you know, trying to just live a, a normal, I ain't going to say normal, it's probably not the proper term, but just trying to live a clean, you know, healthy life and uh, and fellowship with each other. And just everybody was always around talking, having a good time when we went in meetings. So it was, it showed me that there's a different type of friendship, you know, out there. And there's really more than friendship. It's, you know, family-like stuff. It's a good fellowship. Yeah. So I, I got the fact of not being alone. So now I'm a little more comfortable with, you know, with our people, you know, here around us. So it was a good feeling. That was my favorite part out of it. All right, cool. Well, thank you, Matthew. I'm going to go on over to my man, uh, Nick here. How you doing? Hey, Nick. Uh, so, yeah, man, just kind of like the same things that I just asked Matthew. Like, what was your overall take of the speakers? And and what did you think of just the whole overall event? Uh, well, I mean, we can we can start with um, um, Aaron. 
Um, her, her story, that was the first story that I even heard from even being in Buffalo Valley and hearing the lectures and a little bit about different people's stories and all that. Her story made me cry. It made me tear up. And that was the first story that I've heard that ever made me do that from, from her take on, you know, her, her life and her, you know, kids and what happened to her daughter. Like that was, that hit something that I never, never thought it would, it would, it would definitely, it it struck a chord. It did. It struck a chord with me and I, I, I can't relate, you know, I don't have any kids, but I, I have family that's had some similar and, and, you know, experiences and it just, it did hit a chord. It was, it was beautiful. It was amazing. Um, Melvin, Melvin was, he, he was, he was awesome. He was awesome. Um, when he talked about trauma that like, that made me, it made me start to think, about everything in 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 me and in my life and what I'm doing and where I'm at right now, um, what I'm trying to accomplish, and it it made me see that I needed to I needed to take my chance. But it was overall, it was amazing. It was amazing. His like so many people there, like just just clicked toward him. I was looking around the room and I could just see everybody so engaged. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Every, every speaker was amazing. JD, he is awesome. I actually sat down and talked with him personally. Um, he, he's, he's an awesome character. Uh, I love the guy. Um, and overall the convention like I said at the beginning, I didn't didn't have any expectations toward it. But what I got out of it is is anybody can change. Anybody can change and 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 do what's right. And it it, it made me want to it made me want to be better for myself. So yeah, that's I think that's what I got there. <laughs> man, you covered Jamie. all the bases. Thank you so much. All right, let's roll over to Josiah, man. Uh, just to follow up with those same questions, you know, uh, what'd you take out of the speakers and just your overall uh, convention experience? All right. So uh, for me, not knowing what to expect it being my first convention um, and really trying to go up there with no expectations. Cause you know, you know, I start putting expectations on things and they don't work out the way I think they're going to work out and not get myself all in a, in a fit. Um, man, JW kicking it off was the perfect kickoff, man. You know, uh, and, uh, like, you know, another addict just said, being able to spend some time with that man. Um, I got the honor of sitting down and playing about, Oh, four or so games of chess with him. And I, uh, you know, he kicked my butt every time and it was, you know, but it wasn't about the chess, man. It was just about, you know, starting to, to build a relationship, you know, outside of the room. Um, one of my favorite parts was every just organic conversation that I had with another addict, man. You know, I didn't have to go up and introduce myself as an addict and somebody to ask me why I was there. You know, we all knew why we were there. And like, yeah, I got to share a little bit of my backstory, but it was more about what am I doing now? You know, like, 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 like what, like, like, what am I doing through the program? Like, what am I doing, you know, through NA? Like, like, how is it working in my life now? You know, um, like, 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 how am I applying the things that I'm, I'm learning into my life? Uh, man, Karen, her, she delivered her, her message with such humility. Um, the things that she endured as a child and, and, you know, the things that she went through in her life and, and to be able to, uh, have just that, I mean, that the grace, which was she delivered her speech, you know, her, 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 her story was just amazing to me. Um, and then Melvin, wow. Um, I liked his take on relationships, man. He, uh, you know, he, he put it all out there, but then he did both, both sides of the coin. 
you know, as far as like, yeah, you know, we may not be having much to offer right off the bat, you know, into a relationship early in recovery. But on the flip side of that, where where else can you go and just spill your past and not be looked at, you know, um, for the for your past deeds? You can't do that anywhere else other than a room like that. Um, and then his, you know, his message, uh, there at the end of the, uh, uh, the, the, the gratitude, the, the discipline and the humility, you know, that, that, that he carries throughout his program and his life, you know, that those three words for me, I mean, it's going to be one of those things that fuel me for the next year, you know, and I'm just like, I, I'm pumped and excited to get, you know, an opportunity to go back next year, you know, I mean, that, that, that drives me and that's extra motivation. I made so many so many outside of my comfort zone, everyday life uh, connections um, with people. And they were just, they were all pure, man. There was no, it was nothing but love. Like it was just, it was a, it was, it was a bunch of, you know, recovering addicts that, that, you know, uh, took over a hotel in Decatur, Alabama. And, you know, like uh, we were sitting in our meeting earlier tonight and another addict said it, he was just like, and the cops never showed up, you know, like they never showed up. It's like, that's great. You know, I, I can go and have fun and like hotel rooms weren't torn up. And, and it was just, it was a very, uh, very spiritual experience for me, man. You know, I got to experience a little freedom um, and just kind of, it just, man, it hit home on so many levels. Uh, I'm definitely, definitely excited about going back, you know, and, and getting back and see, and, you know, um, Another thing I went there for was to like broaden my my base, you know, and get some um, perspectives, you know, that maybe I didn't have before. And the thing about it was I got some phone numbers, but I'm actually going to use those phone numbers, man. You know, I'm going to call these folks that I, you know, make connections with. And I'm just going to, you know, like I said, keep expanding my network, my personal network. And uh, so, man, all in all, dude, I give it a, a fucking 12 out of 10, man. You know, and I'll definitely, I'll, you know, I'll definitely highly recommend and, uh, you know, definitely look forward to, you know, the possibility of getting back there next year. All right. Thank you, Josiah. All right. So I'm going to roll over to Brandon B now, man. Just your overall take on the convention and the speakers and the the whole event. What did you think? Um, so I'm Brandon. I'm Attic. Um, hey, Brandon. This was not my first convention, but it was definitely my first out of the darkness. Um and you know i've been i've been one of the people that's been blessed to hear jw speak before and man he never fucking disappoints you know he he always comes comes with it man um uh karen you know i was able to relate to her story and you know i first coming into to to recovery um i was like well how am i going to relate to these women you know but it's actually amazing that you know the stories that they tell and that I can relate to and things. Um, Melvin, um, the way he broke some of the readings down was really very knowledgeable to me. Um, it was amazing to to hear how, you know, the way they're, they're read and the way that I portrayed them was not really um, the way that I, I learned over the weekend. Um, huh. The clarity statement workshop, man, that was a complete, uh, mind-blowing experience to learn about the clarity statement um i had no idea it meant that much um uh you know i thought it was just something simple uh you know but i would have to say the greatest part of that was probably the clean time countdown yeah um, those are always those, those the ones that i've been to have been very emotional um you know and it was just really cool to see the people who were there with such a short amount of time, you know, just open up and and you could just see it that how hurt they was because I was that person. You know, I'm I'm still very early in my recovery, but I remember being on that day one and, and very couple weeks and stuff like that and how spiritually broken and just down and destroyed and no, I didn't think anything was going to ever get better or nothing like that. But, you know, to see all the experience and the strength and the hope that was around that hotel this weekend was insane, man. I, You know, again, I've been to other conventions, but there's none like that out of the darkness, man. It was, uh, 
it was a true blessing. I'm so grateful I got to go, man. And, um, you know, the, the, I got to see a lot of people in my sponsorship family um, that I had seen since the retreat. Um, but, you know, to meet the new people, that was really cool. And another, like another addict said, you know, I got a bunch of phone numbers. I've yet to use any, but I plan on using some. Um, you know, I, I've, I met some other people that I have reservations about, um, you know, but they got through it clean. So I got I got some of their numbers, you know, so I'll be able to reach out to them, you know, if not before, at least when the time comes, I'll know who to call. Um, but just to see that many people at a hotel having a blast, man. I mean, everybody that I saw was having such a great time. I definitely was. Um, I got to act silly and, and, and I, I got, I got to, you know, act silly. I got to act serious. I got to do, I, I went through every emotion you can think of over a weekend, but it was amazing. Um, a, the walk across that was really special and that's always been special too. But, um, you know, cause I've done little walk crosses, you know, at the rehab where I went to, um, and was a part of, but you know, that many addicts to do a walk across, not one person walked across alone. There was not one thing that was that one question that was asked that one only one person walked across. And that just goes to show you, man, we are not alone. Um, there's thousands upon thousands of addicts out there. And, you know, it's just uh it's a beautiful thing. It's it really is. And I'm just I'm so grateful I got to go. All right. Well, thank you guys for your input. You know, this was my seventh out of the darkness and man, every year has meant something special. And, and I think one of you said it about kind of setting the tone for the rest of the year, or at least till I go to the next uh, big event, you know, it's, um, it, it was, it was really cool. It was really special to be, uh, of service to that convention and on the committee we had a phenomenal committee this year and and they just really worked their asses off uh you know putting together uh the convention and, and for everybody that i've talked to and you know we've heard uh, a few accounts right here but it was just a overall just a beautiful experience and man there was so many people there we're gonna have we're going to have to look at in the future uh, uh, of, of finding a bigger space, which is always a good thing, you know, and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to next year, you know, we're going to have an organizational meeting uh, in a, a week and a half, you know, to put together the next committee and start putting this thing together again. But, you know, just, a just a overall phenomenal weekend. Um, and I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed it and got something out of it. You know, my first out of the darkness was special to me. I had 26 days clean. And I think that's kind of what motivated me to want to interview you guys because uh, I was very much on the fence when I went to that convention. And when I left there, I was like, I don't know what these people have, but I want some of this shit. Like, this is, this is amazing. You know, and, and can I sit here and say that I just developed a huge network that night? No. Or that, that weekend, my first one, uh, just experiencing that kind of with the home group members and people that I knew. But the more that I show up, you know, year after year, the more these people come to expect you to be there. Then you develop these relationships with those, you know, one o'clock in the morning conversations, sitting around talking with somebody or, you know, doing little forms of service, like, um, I don't mean to call him out, but I seen Josiah at like two o'clock in the morning, the other morning, cleaning out the, the, uh, hospitality room. And that, and those are the things that you do that, that kind of builds your connections and, you know, uh, sitting around, whether it's playing chess or some of us play cards or, you know, even playing the bingo or participating in the auction or whatever, going out to eat. Like though that's where your network's built. And when you do that year after year, you know, you really look forward to not only going there to get your cup full, but to see the people that you love that only come there once a year. So, you know, I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, thank you guys very much. And 
I will see y'all later. And that's all we have. So thank you for joining us on the Living Clean Podcast. And we will continue our episodes on the IPs. Uh, coming up next is by, by Young Addicts for Young Addicts. Uh, that will come out following this. See you then. Thank you for joining us on our Living Clean Podcast. This is another platform that we can share our message of recovery, which is an addict, any addict, can stop using drugs, lose a desire to use, and find a new way to live. Join that no matter what club. You can contact us through text. The number is 931 306 9364.